Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 93 of Live from the 815 Podcast. It's Colton, it's Jake, what's up? Hey Colton, how, how are you feeling tonight? Great. How are you, Great. dude? This is awesome. a hell of a night. It is currently on the night of recording, Tuesday, June 18th, now known forever as Eloy Day. Um, this stinks. <laughs> we just watched... The White Sox beat the Cubs three to one off of Eloy's eighth inning, uh, ninth inning. Nine, oh, sorry, ninth inning, two run shot, broken so, bat uh, bomb, broken bat homer. Like it only had like a hundred or a ninety nine mile per hour off the bat, but that's because the bat he hit it off the end of the bat, and it still went into the middle of the bleachers. You know? That was hit oh. so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that stunk. That's about as good as it can get for the White Sox. I mean, if it was off Quintana, maybe, but or if Cease was up, but uh, that's about as good as it gets. That's literally, God, it's so annoying. <laughs> Cole Hamels throws a gem. He's been so good lately. So good. We got the first earned run off him, even though that run, I would like to say, how is that earned? I have no idea. I, I don't either. Like, it, it's it's earned, apparently. Like, the White Sox broadcast says it wouldn't be earned, and then later in the game they said it was. So it, it's been, like, somebody had to tell them it was earned, you know? Yeah. So, how? It was on a bad throw by Javi Baez. I don't understand it, but, uh, yeah, Cole Hamels has been so hot. He's been awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know how it was earned either. I had Doug Glanville on, on my call for the, for the Cubs broadcast. <laughs> What a wet blanket that guy is. That guy stinks. <laughs> oh, man. Doug Glanville. Yeah. He is the most monotone, quiet talker I've ever seen have multiple TV jobs. Ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I can't even think of his voice. <laughs> so It's a lot like this. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, like this. Yeah, I, I hey, don't think um, Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm, I'm Doug Glanville. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah if you see um because oh i was so mad at him well first of all he just he's so boring he is so 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 boring and he's so vanilla and he's so just like paint by number i don't know he shows zero emotion when eloy hit that home run as eloy was rounding first doug glanville's like well, guys, it looks like he was trying to sink the ball, but he really couldn't get the ball low enough, and look where he left it, in the middle of the plate. <laughs> Dude, get mad. You're on the Cubs side, you loser. Yeah, I, uh, the, yeah, I mean, Benetti absolutely went wild. He yelled, thanks, Cubs. He was going crazy. You know, Benetti goes nuts, and I love having him. So. Oh, God, this sucks, man. We had a rough uh, road trip. Um, Colorado and LA we got we got smoked honestly so I, I needed a nice homestand I would love to start it off with a two game sweep of this four game season se- I hate the four game season series by the way I, I kind of like the two games you know I, I don't hate it I mean it just uh, it's kind of interesting just throwing two games here yeah I, I guess know. that's true oh it stinks did you see Eloy got a ride to the game from um, front of the program Chuck Garfine Oh no, I did not. Yeah, really it was awesome. it was like a carpool karaoke style interview, and Chuck Garfine picked him up and drove him and, and drove him to the stadium. Um, <laughs> That's so awesome. So uh, Dunk- I love him, Chuck Garfine, because he always like he always clowns on Chuck, you know, because Chuck is a total nerd, you know, friend of the show, but uh, total nerd, and Eloy just messes with him a lot, and they, they have a great relationship. Yeah, Doug Glanville said, "Hey, if you." Next time you pick up uh, Eloy Jimenez, don't bring him to the stadium. Dude, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. Oh, man. 
If he is on any more games other than like the Crosstown Classic, Crosstown Cup, I couldn't yes. tell you what it's called. I'm gonna boycott, and I'm just gonna listen to 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 uh, the Did radio. I, <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot better sometimes. Except the Sox radio guys are the worst in the business. You can tune in and listen for 30 minutes and have no idea who's on base, what the score is, <laughs> what the fuck is happening. They're just like, and that one's hit hard and deep. And he's under it, and then you just you know, then you just talk. All about right, next batter. Like yeah, like, <laughs> you know, it's like what? What's that? Did he catch it? Like what? Oh uh, god, I love the the Cubs radio guys. Pat Hughes is he's got to be oh, top five in baseball. I mean, I don't listen to any other baseball radio guys, oh, so I have no idea. Pat Hughes rules. He's 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 got like the Vin Scully um, smoothness where he just talks about anything. But then throws yeah. him like, oh, and that's two two. But anyway, back to back to my favorite mid uh, mid eastern novel. Um, oh, and and the count is three and two on a great curveball by Column A. And he's just he's just so he, I love that guy. Yeah, oh, but right. Doug Glanville sucks. Um, <laughs> so I mean, Cubs on a skid a little bit. They're a, one game behind Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, the White Sox are going for five hundred again. Um, against the Cubs, they touched it once when they had Lucas Giolito on the mound versus the Yankees in a four-game series that we split. But so that's you know you tell me that you know, tell me that before the series and I'm happy. But we won the first two games and lost the second two, so that kind of sucks. But um, but yeah, it's we been got a fun ride. we got Giolito uh, Lester tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So Giolito once or again today because this is the future. Is, yeah, we are living in the future, but um, Lucas Giolito again gets a chance to put the Sox at five hundred. Which every time we touch it, it is a blast. Yeah, I've, know? Seen, I've I have never seen uh, a team's Twitter have so many five hundred gifts online. <laughs> it's, we love. It. I um, I, I also, see at least uh, like five or six when when they're getting close, I, and then I, when they actually got it, it blew up my timeline. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a guy. This guy I follow, he's a Yankees guy. He's getting kind of big. His name is John Boy. Um, John Boy. Oh, my God. He, he was talking about you know, how the White Sox might be his new like favorite you know, other team because he's a Yankees fan. Yeah. But he, said, he also said, you know, the White Sox have a very, like, a one-year grace period because they're so fun in the dugout. They're acting goofy. You know, they're having so much fun. Tim Anderson's flipping bats. But they have a one-year grace period, and it's this year – to play below 500 ball and it'd be okay. But if it's next year and we're still playing 500 ball, it's going to get on people's nerves fast. Yeah. You know, it's very like, wait, good point. You know, cause we, I mean, we deserve this year to not have expectations. We have so many holes, you know, we have injuries to our pitching staff, like crazy. We still have guys in the minors, Luis Robert, by the way, White Sox fans won the uh, all-star game MVP with a double and a triple tonight. He is shredding in double A. He should be brought up ASAP to play center field. Um, Nick Madrigal's dominating double A. So, you know, yeah, we have this, year, this is our this is our let's just have a lot of fun here. See all our young guys and look, look at Mancata's really this is a big development year. Um, you know, it's just a, you know, a fun year. And then next year, pressure and pressure sucks. <laughs> Yeah, that 2015 was supposed to be the Cubs year for that. It was like, oh, 500, a little over 500, and then Arietta got hot and Lester got hot, and it was just nuts. It was so cool. Yeah. But, like, I definitely get what you mean by you just, like, it's fun. It's 500 baseball. If you see a guy hit a home run and dance in the dugout, you're like, oh, that that's awesome. This is awesome. I love these guys. But yeah, like you were saying, if, if, it's, if it's back-to-back years and they're dancing around 500 baseball and then – Questions get raised. It sucks. Yeah, like if we don't take a step up, it's going to be bad news, Bears. But we like there's like this year our expectations. We lost 100 games last year, so like anything above that is win, and we're looking to win 80 games, and that would be amazing, you know? Yeah. So that's the best. That's almost the best ride to be on, other than a long playoff ride, you know? Because like if you're a team that just misses the playoffs, that's brutal, you know? It really is. Cardinals fan this year. That sucks. That's hard because you're like <laughs> up and down. You're playing bad. You know. You're like, oh my god, we can't catch up. You know. That's too bad. Too bad, man. You hate to see it. 
Um, speaking of uh, one last little Cubs Cardinals thing, or Cubs White Sox thing, did you see the SeatGeek uh, fan driven stadium guide poll? I did. I did not think you'd bring this up on this game because I, I had this ready in case the Sox lost. <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I'm ready. <laughs> Whatever, man. All right. So it was like 8,000 fans on SeatGeek were ranking MLB stadiums. Um, uh, of what, 30 teams, correct? Yes. The, so there, there's three three categories, atmosphere, food, and bathrooms. Um, uh, Jake, I'll give you this. The White Sox have the best food in the MLB, yeah. and they have the sixth best bathrooms in the MLB. Yes. Uh, Cubs have 19th food, 28th. In bathrooms, I thought they were last. Uh, no, I saw that um, Fenway was uh, 29th, and the A's Ring Central Coliseum. Would you have ever thought it was Ring? I've never heard of Ring Central Coliseum. Me neither. It's just the Coliseum. I thought you it know? was like Ricky Hernan or or uh, Ricky Henderson Field, wasn't it? I don't think. I don't know. Maybe we play a lot. I just call it the Coliseum. Well, anyway, they have the worst bathrooms. Fenway's got 28. Cubs have 20, or uh, Fenway has 29. Cubs have 28. Jake, I can't even be mad. That's a, that's pretty solid. That's a step up. <laughs> Growing yeah. up, the Cubs had by far the worst bathrooms I've ever seen. Where were they ranked in food? Food, they were ranked at um, 19. Yeah, because Wrigley's food is really disappointing, you yeah. know? The one thing so. that I was questioning, um, uh, White Sox 26th in atmosphere. Eh, I can see that. It's not well, like because there hasn't been a lot to cheer for. Exactly. You know I mean? so, but this year it's been a lot better. Like that sold. I went to a Yankee, the one of the Sox-Yankee games, the one, one this, uh, Saturday one where they lost. And uh, it was a packed house. And when the Yankees did stuff, there was a lull. But it wasn't like a this stadium is packed with Yankees fans. Like every time the Sox did something, it was a roar. And when the, you know what I mean. So yeah. we filled. We've been filling the crowd this year. It's nice. You guys beat. Um, you were twenty sixth, twenty seventh was the Diamondbacks, twenty eighth Blue Jays, twenty ninth the Rays, and last was Ring Central Coliseum's very own A's. See. But okay, but the Blue Jays have had the best atmosphere in the world at times. Yeah, like in those playoff games, the the crowd is the loudest I've ever heard any baseball crowd ever. Yeah, like it, it is like shakes the cameras. It is unbelievable. Like I so that's what that tells you is those are just teams that aren't good right. Even though Oakland is good, and uh, it's just their fans are like a million miles from the field. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but the Cubs. Cubs are ranked 13th in, in atmosphere. That's bullshit. That, they should be top five. That's nuts. Like, I get it that it's, like, surrounding and everything, and it's, like, the skyline, because uh, the Pirates, PNC Park is number one. Um, oh. People always talk about loving the Pirates Stadium, though. See, I think they, there might be some, like, maybe a lot of families or Because, I mean, if you're just, like, a fan to watch baseball, you know, in a, you know a, an adult, Wrigley is a top five atmosphere, easy, True. you know. Yeah. But if you're a family, it can be a little scary, you know, because it's always packed. People are drunk and going crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? PNC Park, you got room. Yeah. You know. Number two, the, the second best baseball atmosphere. Guess. Yeah. Uh, the I don't know. I, if it's weird, I don't know. The Giants. The Giants are third. Oh, number two is the Padres at Petco Park. Really? Why the hell do you think the like? I the only thing I could think of in 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 PNC or in uh, Petco is the building in left field. That is pretty cool, but like, oh my, I don't know. That that makes no sense. I couldn't me. even tell you like what the stadium looks like. <laughs> me either. Number four is Philly. Five is St. Louis, six Colorado, seven Houston, eight Baltimore, nine Minnesota, ten Baltimore. No, ten Baltimore. Milwaukee. I don't think it's a good atmosphere at all. Why? It's it's always packed, but like the lighting is like it's I don't know. It it just you don't like dome teams, but I like the fact it 
I mean, I, I got rain on in my game. It is a great like having the retractable roof is like a game changer. It is a big deal because True, but I got like, rained on. Yeah, you that, know, that does. Suck. And it really bummed my game out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was rained on down in St. Louis, and that that stunk. But yeah, like, so I just don't rain? like. It's just like it's dated in my eyes. Like it's not like a classic dated. It's just like a dated ballpark. And obviously, I'm biased because I hate them. But. I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I think it's always packed, and they have good food. I think the atmosphere might – it feels like a lot of, like, families are voting, you know? Yeah, they are places. They are eighth in food, fourth in bathrooms. So that those, I think those two rankings kind of go a lot into the atmosphere. Yeah. And the White Sox, that might have to do with being so low, the outside of their stadium, the neighborhood it's in. True. Some people might be scared, even though you just park in the parking lot and walk right into the stadium, so – you don't have to spend any time with those hooligans. No hooligans. Um, but yeah, so, so, the, so I think that, that explains it. I don't understand the Cubs' atmosphere, it, other than if these must be like families that are voting. You it's know? just 8,000 MLB fans share their feedback. That's the only thing they say. I don't know. Well, that's, that is something. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's, that's the update on SeatGeek's rankings of the week. How's that? That sounds, that was awesome. I mean, this is a very long um, <laughs> State of the Union. Yeah, and we have a ton of listener questions. Um, I have no Bears news. I got no, no Bears news. Cool. We'll move on to listener questions. Um, Jake, can you do me a favor? Can you guess one insurance agent if you had to guess who the best insurance agent in the whole wide world is Nick Verstrady. Boom, quick. Jake, that was quick. I wasn't buying time. Easiest question you've ever asked. It was the easiest question ever. And I'm definitely not buying time right now to to have the ad read pulled up because I already have it pulled up. Duh. You're prepared, yeah. (laughs) So we never need to delay. Uh uh. Not here, not now. Answered that so quickly. That was so fast. Always ready. Wow, this is what people tune in to hear. I bet they're loving every second of this. And it's time for an ad read. <laughs> After all that, okay. you've been... Hey, what's up, everybody? Nick Frustrati at Eckberg Insurance Group. He is a Rockford native. He's been working in the insurance industry for years, actually, since he graduated from college. He's got you covered from home, auto, business, any type of insurance you might need. Folks over at Eckberg will take care of you. They know insurance can be stressful, and they want to take a load off your back. The industry has been around since 1978, and they represent over 20 different insurance companies. I said industry, but I I meant agency a while ago. (laughs) Give them a call today, 815-877-4100. We've known Nick since, I don't know, middle school? (laughs) And there is no one else we would trust with our own protection. Honestly, Jake, Nick's getting me insurance as we speak. Real insurance. Wow, so you know this isn't a bullshit ad read. No, Even this is... Even though sound like we're smoozing, we trust this man we, with our lives. This man bought money. me Culver's a week or two ago. Wow. <laughs> yep, insurance and Culver's. Where else can you get that? But Nick Verstrady at Eckberg Insurance Group, 815-877-4100. Call him today. Thank you, Nick, for sponsoring listener questions this week. Jake, we have a lot of listener questions. Um, we got listener questions, our home run of the week draft, and then a MySpace top eight of best fictional pets. So let's get to it. Listener oh, questions oh, oh. brought to you by Nick Frustrati. Number one, hey guys, you guys missed last week. We understand Colton had some plans, but the NBA finals happened and Fred Van Fleet offered a shout out to Rockford. What do you guys think? Jake, what do you think? Um, I should have been rooting for the Raptors the whole time. Fred should have told me that he was going to steal the mic and shout out Rockford because that was the coolest moment of the NBA Finals for me. It was incredible. It was incredible. Me and Jake, me and you were were talking as it was happening. And it's, oh, it was so cool. Here we are. Just right here for you. How cool is that? Oh, goosebumps to the moon. He's thinking about Rockford like 30 now, seconds after winning the NBA Finals. After his know? dreams come true. 
and he's but he's shouting out his hometown. Fred is a, I mean, he is immortalized in Raptors lore forever. I mean, when he had that blood streaming down his face, that might have been the coolest, like, still, like the coolest gif you could ever have. Yeah, it, it should be a gif cover of Drake's next album. Like, yes, yes, I agree. Like the uh, unbelievable. Oh, um, it was so cool. Yeah, like seriously, like if that happens, off Drake's next album he's dropping, whenever if if it's Fred Van Vliet with the blood, I expect royalties and um, a lot of them. At at least one, at least a royalty. Yes, per album sold. Yeah, one royalty. But yeah, um, honestly, I will. You know what, Jake? I'm gonna stand. I'll be the first one to admit I'm standing up. I was wrong. The Warriors lost. Yes, uh, yes. Um, our if he wasn't dead, our former co-host would owe me a pinky toe. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I I actually saw his ghost this weekend, and he said he immediately brought up, "Hey, I owe you a pinky toe." His ghost was at our playing softball with me. Oh man, he might come back from the dead. Who the hell knows? Ah. <laughs> oh. Episode 100 is around the corner, Jake. Oh, you know, so much plan. <laughs> <laughs> so much plan. Fred's a champion. That's awesome. Um, also, yes. shout out to friend of the of the program Eddie Barstool for not only giving Rockford and Fred a shout out on his Twitter, but he gave Magic Waters a shout out. <laughs> and the he, best thing about Rockford. <laughs> and according to my research on Twitter, it looks like him. And Magic Waters were tweeting back and forth and exchanging DMs to make a day Fred Van Vliet Day. So, what a world. What, like, just two worlds colliding for us. We have Eddie and Magic Waters in, in cahoots. So, who the hell knows what's going on? Yes. Um, I just want to do this question next because of how crazy the timeline is. This one comes from Lakers for life. Who cares? Um <laughs> So the Lakers just traded for Anthony Davis. Are they the best team in the NBA now? Um, I can't believe how fast the NBA's offseason is, is my main takeaway. It was, like, was it 48 hours? Was it even 48 hours? I thought it was like four days, maybe. But who ca- I mean, remember the MLB offseason? <laughs> like, are you it, kidding It me? just finished like a week ago. With, yeah. with Craig Kimbrell going to the Cubs, which I'm, I, I don't think we've even talked about yet. That's awesome. And then... Is he, when's he going to play? Uh, he's coming up in like a week, I think. Okay. Um, is he and, to play? Yeah, and then um, the first thing that the Cubs announcer said after tonight's loss was, "Hey, good news! Craig Kimbrell looked great in AAA tonight." So there you go. Uh, well, there it is. There you have it. But to answer your oh, question, yeah, Davis. Who knows? Because because after that dropped, um, there was a, a lot of like Instagram posts from like Bleacher Report and ESPN. And the first name you see on on Instagram liking all these names is Jimmy Butler, who just opted out of his player option. I mean, they have the money for another player, especially there's some complicated stuff going on with the date of the trade. I'm just going to assume they have enough to sign whoever the hell they want. It could be Jimmy Butler. It could be Kyrie fucking Irving. Yeah. Like, or oh Kemba. Or Kemba. Kemba was, is probably makes the most, you know, it's going to be like the most disappointing one. Because it brings the least amount of drama. Yeah. But like, and I'd, I'd also like to point out though, because we don't have it on here, and we didn't talk about the Bucks. The the Bucks have a lot of money this offseason. They're looking to shop Tony Snell and Ursan Ilyasova. Since I've heard they're shopping Ursan, I think that means they have big plans. If they got rid of those two contracts, say on draft night, with our thirtieth overall pick, they would have fifty million dollars on the books total. Huh. So we're still needing to sign Middleton, Brogdon, Brooke Lopez. But basically all you have is uh, Giannis and Bledsoe and the rookies. But yeah. um, Well, Giannis did tweet out the eye emojis tonight. Yeah, but then Kostas tweeted it out, so I'm thinking it's just about his shoes. That's also big news. Yeah, I, I love his shoes. But I'm just saying, the, the Bucks have the money to bring in a Jimmy Butler, a... Kemba Walker, a anybody really, they could feasibly do it. It'll be tough because they'll have to sign Chris Middleton because we have his bird rights. So yeah. if we want to bring back Middleton and Brogdon and Brooke, we'll have to sign Middleton and Brogdon later. Maybe there's some NBA paperwork I don't know that you can just file. Who you know? NBA paperwork seems made up sometimes. 
I yeah, I don't know how it's impossible to ever know. Nobody knows how it works. Like like people whose job it is to like tweet about the NBA get it wrong all the time. All the time. It's impossible. So uh yeah, I'm just saying keep an eye out for the Bucks. The Bucks could be making some moves. But to answer the original question, who knows who the best team in the in the West is? The Rockets are in shambles. Chris Paul demands a trade. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, apparently James Harden said it's me or Paul, but how the hell can you trade Chris Paul? He has a horrendous contract. Horrible contract. And now the Warriors are hurt. The West is wide open. Like, what a weird time for the Rockets to blow up. I know, because, I mean, the Warriors are done. I mean, they're not winning the West, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I think the Nuggets would beat them, you know? It could be, you know, and then the East is wide open, too, because Kyrie Irving is ghosting the Celtics. Yeah. Wow, we so, are just transitioning into all these listener questions. Yes, we are. Well, I mean, you know what? We kill, we've killed a lot of time anyway. So. Killed a lot of birds with only one stone. Just Yeah, the NBA is wild. I mean, it, it, the whole landscape is going to change over these next – I mean, we got the draft. They're offseason. There is no offseason. They're mm-hmm. so good at this. They're so good at keeping you into basketball for so long. Yeah, it's very impressive. This next one is yeah. from Basketball Never Sleeps with a Z. And then the words with a Z is in the handle. Hey, guys, you guys have been great at transitioning over all these listener questions. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the NBA draft? Is it boring that we know the first two picks? Well, my answer is it no, because there's so many trades that can still happen. Yes, but I also think it. it I am just maybe it's because the Bucks have the 30th pick and I hope they trade it. I haven't been like I haven't looked at all at the draft. I don't know who the Bulls. I don't know. I mean. I know. Like I've seen Cam names, Reddish, and then I've of. seen um, Cam Reddish and the guy from Virginia. But then also the um, the, the Knicks are Quincy. the Knicks are looking at the guy from Virginia at three. So who who knows, man? Yeah, Kobe what a, White from UNC. There's just like okay. I mean, there's a lot of who knows. The Bulls have done pretty well with their last two number sevens. So. We'll see if they can go three for three. You know, seven, seven, seven. That's that's got to be good luck somehow. But what I'm excited for is trades because I think there's there's that is where it's going to go down. I know the Hawks are trying to get the three pick so they can have R.J. Barrett and Trey Young. That'd be sweet. Yeah. The Knicks might just pass over R.J. Barrett without trading. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be. Um, Chris Paul can get traded for picks. Who knows? Who really knows? Yeah, there, there's a lot. Of, like, the NBA is always got is going to keep you on your toes. Um, this next listener question is from at HockeyFan5000. Jake, the Stanley Cup happened last week, but I still have no idea who won. Give me a <laughs> breakdown of Game 7. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of puck slapping and puck stopping, and um, the St. Louis Blues won their first ever Stanley Cup. Like It was an awesome th- thing to see. And I was rooting for the Blues. I've said it many times, and it was it was cool to see a city win for the first time. It was cool, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was a hockey game, and they won like a million to nothing. Yeah, uh, I actually watched it. Uh, my girlfriend's brother-in-law is from St. Louis, so I got to watch him win his first Stanley Cup, which is awesome. Like, obviously, Blackhawk fans are, are supposed to hate the Blues, but if you are a diehard Cubs fan, you couldn't be that mad that the Blues won. Because, like, a part of you have, has to realize that it's the same situation. Like, like, yeah, a, like an old, because, like, I, like, I just thought of, like, all the, all the uh, really old Blues fans. Like, that's, I love watching videos of, like, really old people watching their team win for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool. So, that was what I thought of. Congratulations to John. Um, and uh, <laughs> of the whole St. Louis Blues team, um, my girlfriend's brother-in-law, John. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, this next one, Jake. Great Stanley Cup break. Oh, this is from at hockey fan five thousand plus. I also really like golf five thousand. Gotcha. Jake, great breakdown of the of the Stanley Cup. Um, but man, my cable's been off for so long. What happened in the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach? Jake, what um, happened, man? Well, Brooks Kepka almost won, and then a guy who is like a father, you know, and there's a great story. He won, though. So, Do you know his name? I can tell you. Do you know his name? <laughs> no, Grady or something? 
<laughs> Gary Woodland won the U.S. Open. Gary Woodland, what a boring name. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, apparently he's like a super good dude. He was in the Barstool yeah, offices today. Yeah, I, so. I listened to him a bunch. Everyone loved him. You yeah. know, like, like so, people were texting. Like, I get it. We're going to uh, get, uh, I'm sure he'll be on Pardon My Take soon. He's on, he was in the Barstool offices today. He walked in with so much swagger. And, yeah. But he was holding the trophy still. How cool is that, to be honest? Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, so he, he was like coming in, he gave everybody daps, but in his, in his left hand, he was still holding the U.S. Open trophy. So. <laughs> Dab, um, uh, Brooks Kepka looked sweet in the first four, 33 of the uh, first four holes. Missed really easy birdie putts on five and six, Jake. He could have birdied the first five of six holes, and it was so cool to watch. Yeah, um, but like other than that, he was he was okay in the final round. Brooks, um, and Gary Woodland was a boring winner, but I, I guess a good story. I still haven't really heard the full story. I've just heard people say, "Oh, what a good story." Yeah, well, I think it was like his wife had a miscarriage and now she's mm. pregnant with twins. Oh, cool! So, very cool. Um, all right, do you, you want to go to our last question, which is actually. Not a question. It's a pop quiz for you, Colton. Okay. You have it. There is a Major League Baseball umpires tweet out there. Okay. And it has some of – it's about the Manny Machado one-game suspension. It is some of the worst uh, hashtags I've ever seen. I'm going to throw three fake hashtags in there. you got to pick out all three. Okay. Let's see how you do. All right. And, and this is a real tweet except for three of these. All right, hashtag disappointed, hashtag lead by example, hashtag not appreciated, hashtag not my MLB, <laughs> hashtag violence, hashtag temper tantrum, hashtag inaction, hashtag whose man is this, hashtag not tolerated, hashtag kids are watching, hashtag make an example of, hashtag one game suspension, hashtag Hashtag repeat offender and hashtag nonsense. Oh my god! Wow, I bet they were so Only excited three. when Twitter expanded the characters because that's so <laughs> many. Fucking... Well, I added three, three of them in but there. But still, so. like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go with hashtag not my MLB is fake. Correct. I couldn't think of pretty very good ones. Um, the one after that, I can't remember hashtag. Do you remember what you said after that? Or, or no. I don't either. <laughs> um, hashtag repeat offender. Okay, not correct. Damn it. That is on there. God. And then there was hashtag. Oh man. Just name them. Do you <laughs> do you remember the well, uh, the up, fake uh, ones? I'm just gonna say yeah. There's the fake one. I I said like. Uh, you know, not my MLB, who's man, and then I said uh, something, oh, kids are watching, which would be a normal one for this. But kids are watching, the, I definitely thought was real. Some of the, yeah, uh, not appreciated, temper tantrum, uh, repeat offender, hashtag nonsense, those are all real. <laughs> so, what, a, what loser tweeted that out and thought, yeah, oh, Man, Manny Machado is going to be put in his place? Hmm. What a dweeb. I mean, that is a great... I mean, I had fun with that tweet, if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. Great listener questions. Wow. Great listener questions. Great time on them, too. We we were zooming. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Uh, Jake, now it's time for the weekly MLB home run hitting draft. Last time we had two weeks with our players. I had Mookie Betts. You had, uh, what's his name, Austin Riley? Austin Riley. And they both hit two home runs in two weeks. That's that's riveting stuff right there. <laughs> that is riveting. They, had nine, they both had nine to start the weeks or two weeks, and then they both have eleven. So wow, how fun! I think I picked first last week. So as a great co-host that I am, I'm going to let you pick. I don't uh, think first. it matters because I am going with the man of the hour, Eloy Jimenez. Oh. Eloy Jimenez. He yeah. is on a tear. He hit. He hit some of the farthest. We haven't talked. We didn't get to talk about his mammoth home runs he's been hitting. He hit one somewhere I've never seen anyone hit one in for the White Sox. The only home run that ever comes close is Jim Tomei's 
in the blackout game, which is a legendary game. It was a uh, one game wild card versus the Royals. And, you know, it was amazing. And Jim Tomei hit a home run in like the eighth inning to go up. And it went to the top. You know how we have that big, like those, all those bushes and that big thing up there. Yeah. Eloy hit the stairs going oh, up there. Like it was, gosh. it was, it said 465 feet, but I swear it was a thousand. So I'm taking Eloy. Good Lord. I'm going to take somebody um, who is a cheat code, who is on your new MLB The Show team. I'm going with Mike Trout. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't believe he hasn't been taken. I can't either. Uh, but he's he has not been picked. He has 20 home runs. I doubt anybody's even talked about his home runs this year. But there he is, 20. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th in, in baseball. God, he's, I, um, he's the best. So, in fact, Mike Trout just got to 69 war for his career. And that is known as the uh, Hall of Fame barrier. Pretty much everyone over 70 wars in the Hall of Fame, except for Bobby Gritch and Lou Whitaker. Wow. I, mean, I don't know about them. Hashtag you know, not my MLB. There's a few guys that are going just – He's 27, by the way. Just a few guys who are being voted on. Scott Rowland actually had a 70 war. He's up for voting. Derek Jeter, 72.4. So Trout's going to pass him this year. Larry Walker, 72.7. And then there's like Kurt Schilling, Pete Rose. uh, Adrian Beltre has been voted. Pujols, A-Rod, and Barry Bonds. So, you know, this is elite company. He's he's a Hall of Famer at age 27. Oh, my God. He's only 27. (laughs) <laughs> that, he's so good he's, he's gonna so be this good. good for seven more years and then decline and then instead of being the best player he'll be like the ninth best player for like seven more years yeah but that's in like in how many years i said seven from now he'll oh, start seven to, more he'll, years i think so yeah, yeah i think he could be uh, i'd say till he's like 34 yeah so that's seven years <laughs> yeah i was gonna say 32 and i was like that's blasphemous you know oh like this gosh. is mike trout talking about because there's like there's no superstar that's like crazy young right now. There's like good players, but there's no one like, oh, he'll he'll take over. Well, you know? I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, there's like Ronald Acuna looks disgusting, you know. But the, you know, these could also just be Nolan Arenados, you know, who yeah. are what should be the best player in every world that Mike Trout doesn't exist in. In every alternative, alternative, alternate reality. I'm yeah. I'm gonna cut those out. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. right. Um, You got Eloy. I have have Mike Trout. I hate Eloy. I think Um, that's about fair. Those are equal players in my mind. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) All right. Uh, Jake, that's it for sports. So sports, 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 and more sports, sports, sports. Wow, that was sick. That was a sick beat. So many cool dance moves that you guys can't see. Um, (laughs) You guys would have loved it. All right, Jake. We have. A MySpace top eight of best fictional pets. That's TV and movie pets. Yes, this um, is a very exciting one. This was uh, given to me by my girlfriend Ari, friend of the program, been on more times than she even knows it. <laughs> she has been on this podcast more than she's listened to the podcast. That's a fact. Oh, I'd say that's about right. <laughs> there's been, there's been. A, I think it's. I think I've done it twice where. She'll be like, oh, man, like, I can't believe you guys got me in the background. And then I'll be like, oh, no, Ari, I cut it. And she goes, oh, my God, thanks. I was like, oh, no, you clearly didn't listen. We, we yeah. talked about you for a while. <laughs> the one we brought her in for a conversation, and she didn't even – she was, like, next to me listening to her headphones, and she didn't know the podcast was still going. Yeah, right. was, hey, <laughs> what's your opinion? And she just started talking and assumed we were done. <laughs> she was literally right next to me. She yeah. didn't want to listen podcast yeah she hates this thing (laughs) (laughs) all right um myspace top eight of tv and movie pets uh jake i cannot remember who gets the first pick do you um you know what you take it i had a great night with eloy (laughs) fuck you (laughs) oh it's so fun okay well now i'm bummed out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's get some energy up yeah Woo! i'm still bummed uh, out i didn't i didn't do anything <laughs> no it's, it's <laughs> just a draft so i know all right we're doing a myspace top eight of tv and movie pets oh, my oh, first oh. overall pick is okay. 
gonna be from the Harry Potter world. It is gonna oh. be Hedwig the Owl. Fuck, dude, I really wanted Hedwig. I know you did, and he wouldn't have been my... He's not um, first on my big board, but I know. I See, here's the genius of a draft. You have to know who you're drafting in front of, and I knew you would want Hedwig. Yeah, I didn't know if I'd take him number one. I, I was kind of basing my first pick off of where you went, you oh. know what I mean? Wow, we are... That's why sometimes we, you don't want the first this is pick. In, we are Inception right now. Yeah, this we're yeah we're out thinking ourselves for sure. All right, um, that's a great pick. He's I feel horrible. really good. I'm not a bird fan, but Hedwig's dope. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> since you went with an owl, I'm gonna go with a odd animal. I'm gonna go with Gary the snail. Okay. okay. He was a loyal and he was a genius. Remember his dreams? He's a fucking genius. He is a genius. You know? So uh, you, you got a lot going for him. Yeah. Um, so I have Hedwig, you have Gary the Snail. Uh, solid pick, but I've never been a big Gary fan. I feel like like in my in my head he was overrated. Oh, all right. Well, are you going to go where I think you're going to go? With an animated guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picking between two animated animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the one that you're probably thinking of. Um, I wouldn't pick him, but do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it because I. This is this is so I can sleep at night. I'm gonna go with Harry the platypus. Harry the platypus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, I, know, I, knew from, I didn't want to say it in case you hadn't thought of him. From that's, a top a one. This is a top five cartoon ever. Phineas and Ferb. Yes, you you absolutely are obsessed with that cartoon. Oh God, it's funny. It's really good. It was underrated too. It is so funny. It's so laugh out loud funny to this day. I watched it like maybe a year ago. I, I say to this day and then I say a year ago. <laughs> but, and I was laughing out loud. There's like really funny parts. Uh, oh, are they still coming out with um, episodes? episodes? Oh, no. Oh, no. That was that 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 show has been done for like 10 years, I think. Holy crap. <laughs> I didn't even think it was out 10 years, like 10 years ago. What the hell? All right. Hang on. I'm going to look this up. You talk about something else. Phineas and Ferb. I mean, I, I don't know. What to, I mean, that's. I just. I'm happy you went with Perry because it was a, you know the animated right after Gary, Gary and Perry. Oh, uh, no, it, it definitely has not been ten years. It's only been five years. That makes sense. <laughs> wow, that's uh, the first. But the first episode. Oh, this is how. What year do you think the first episode aired? Two thousand and. Uh, a uh, 13, 11. 2007. Wow. I Isn't that nuts? <laughs> That's super nuts. Yeah. Um, uh, quick quiz. Do you know who sings the Phineas and Ferb theme song? I forgot. I do not know. Um, Bowling for Soup. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Bowling for Soup. I still <laughs> listen to their album, like, a lot. Yeah. It's, and and they, it's also first song so every time i turn on my music on apple music their song a hole plays immediately so i hear it every day hell yeah just the first like two seconds of it till i get to shuffle hell yeah no yeah there's 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 a lot of really good songs in that and i remember i cried at the finale which is zero surprise if you know me at all (laughs) absolutely all right um for my next pick, I'm going to go with one that's a crier. Um, it's a modern movie. It's just, it's probably the best dog movie, in my opinion. There's a lot of great dog movies, but this one is the most emotional. And it's pretty new. I'm going with Marley from Marley and Me. That okay. dog was a great dog, you know? And it really, it, it made you fall. It's easy to fall in love with a dog. And I, you know, I want to get my first dog pick out of the way. Because, you know, I'm not going to have any cats on this list. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I don't have any cats on my big board. Me either. Yeah, so not going to happen. Um, I can't lie. I've never seen Marley and Me. I, I'm not. You absolutely have to. <laughs> I cry hard at mm-hmm. um, a dog's purpose or or a dog's journey previews in, in the theaters. Because <laughs> two of the same movies came out like, like five months apart. Yeah, I don't know which is which. Like, I, I want to see one of them, but not the other. So the one I, but I can't with, figure it out, so I can't see either. The one with Dennis Quaid, that, yes. preview, that preview came on. 
when me and my girlfriend went and saw that uh, teen rom-com, Five Feet Apart, or not rom-com, yeah. teen drama with Cole <laughs> Sprouse and Rico from Hannah Montana. Yeah. And this is this is a few months ago, and my girlfriend always heard me talk about how much I cried, but I never cried in front of her. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm just going to cry normal. And so she was expecting me to cry at the movie. First preview is a dog's burp, a purpose or journey, whichever one. Balled my eyes out. Hard. <laughs> Hardest I've cried at a preview ever, I think. See, don't you want... See, you gotta watch Marley and Me. It no is such a good one. No way am I gonna watch Marley and Me. You, you gotta. It, it, it is so good. Like, I didn't want to either, because I was like, I know the dog is gonna die, you know? Like, that's the worst part, but it's worth it. Oh. God, that's, that's not like, worth oh, it. Oh, I don't want to get a dog because it's going to die someday. That's it. See, that's not the way you got to look at it. Do you know the song Happier by Marshmallow? No. Oh, yes. Have you ever seen that music video? I have not seen the music video, but I've heard about it. It's <laughs> it's uh, Miranda Cosgrove, and yes. it shows that she's a nerd, and everyone hates her, and then she gets a dog, and then the dog dies later in the video. Yes. That was the, f- that, that, I cry. I was sobbing at that. <laughs> I mean, that's I like, sad stuff. <laughs> like that. It was so embarrassing. Again, in front of my girlfriend. <laughs> God, I'm going to be alone forever. All right. Marley uh, and Me is your second pick. I'm going to yes. go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Babe the Pig from the movie Babe. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Babe is. Babe is an all time movie because. Like in like in my life because I always thought that Babe, the movie, was the story of Charlotte's Web. <laughs> so in school there it there was that's I, really fucking funny. I had a book report second or third grade around that time. Didn't yeah. read it. Watched the movie Babe. Wrote a book report on the movie Babe. Turned that in. <laughs> and uh, clear, clearly, clearly was caught not reading Charlotte's Web. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I said it was like Charlotte's Web, the story That'll of a of, of a sheep do. pig. <laughs> but what an all time movie that is! That is a great, great movie. It is a guy I haven't seen it in forever. I want to see what it looks like to watch the pig and like duck talk. The pig and duck and the the you. What am I? I'm a you. You're a me? Stupid pig. Dude, babe, babe is honestly like really dumb. Like, I don't even remember babe. So. He's so stupid. And then they take him to a city in the sequel and he's lost. He is a, he's a fish out of water, let me tell you. He's a pig out of a pig's barn. He's, he's a pig out of a out of a sheepdog competition. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All right. Um that's a good pick. I'm going to go with an animated dog with a very short uh, TV span, he I, a couple episodes I'd say total, uh, but one main episode and it le- it it's in my heart forever. I'm going Seymour from Futurama. Oh, the bad. Futurama dog. You're going just, with Gary and a lot of crying dead dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I got to round it out. You know, I, I'll come back. My next one won't be uh, dead dog. So I guess, <laughs> what if I take your next one? I don't think you will. But um, Seymour, oh my God, what a what a legendary TV moment! It haunts me to this day. He waited outside for Fry for until he turned to stone, which doesn't even make any sense. Man, I like to have a lot of fun with my <laughs> with my picks. Um, yeah. I guess Hedwig did die, right? So yeah. For sure. All right, well, he's dead. In the books, it's, like, way sadder. Yeah, I have never read the books. I've only watched the, mo- the movies. Um, so... You listen to books on audible.com. Slash live from the I think we had a, a sponsorship at one point. Yeah, we did, somewhere. Wow, my last one. I am debating between another animated character or tossing a dog on there, because I have no dogs, and I do love dogs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. You could do both. What? <laughs> An animated dog? <laughs> dog, yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that, that's not that crazy. I'm going to go with... 
you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go with with what you are are telling me to do. Um, I'm going to go with Scooby-Doo from the animated yep. series Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes, um, that's a good pick. I mean, he's a great pet. I, I thought about he was on my big board. Yeah. Um, uh, I loved Scooby-Doo growing up. I had Scooby-Doo pajamas and a pillow and backpack. The only thing is... It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I'm not saying, like, oh, some characters did. The, a talking dog was scary to me. <laughs> the, the music was always terrifying. Like, it was, like, the spookiest freaking music ever. I always thought Shaggy made really good points. I, oh, I did not like Velma. I thought she was a tryhard. And then I told my mom how much I loved it, so she bought me all that stuff, and I felt so bad that I just watched it. And I was like, oh, I love Scooby-Doo, and I'm just crying when I go to bed. It happened all the time. <laughs> you were guilted into liking Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it was, because, right. God, my mom is so nice, and she just bought me everything I wanted, because I liked Scooby-Doo for like five minutes. And then I was yeah. like, oh, God, now I have to watch it. So I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo, 90% of the time scared shitless eventually i got over it like the mystery but for a good amount of time i was scared i was so scared all right um for my last pick this one is a shout out i do love these movies but this is a shout out to my real life dogs i'm going with beethoven and i don't know if you've seen those movies this dog is a fucking superhero he saves the day in so many different creative ways and it is insane how often these people need to be saved by this dog. <laughs> like, he is a genius. <laughs> so he I'm is a genius. Genius Beethoven. And St. Bernards are an amazing animal. So I uh, get a St. Bernard on my list. Yes, Jake currently has two St. Bernards. Um, uh, and they are quite large, you could say. They are beasts. Do you, let's see, Jake, how many, how many movies, how many Beethoven movies are in are in the um, series. I so actually while the movie universe. Yeah. Um let's see here. There are eight. There are eight. (laughs) (laughs) There's Beethoven Beethoven's second, Beethoven's third, Beethoven's fourth, Beethoven's fifth, Beethoven's big break. Beethoven's Christmas Adventures, and then Beethoven's Treasure's Tale. He looks like he's a pirate in that one. <laughs> oh. After getting fired from a film, Beethoven Belink begins the long journey home with his trainer, Eddie. They become stranded in a small coastal town where the beloved canine befriends a young boy who is searching for buried treasure. It was released on tw- October 28, 2014. Wow. <laughs> um, Jake, how much money do you think Beethoven, the original, made at the box office? It was an eighteen million dollar budget. Um, I don't know, like seventy five million. One hundred and forty seven million dollars. That is a hell of a profit. I mean, yeah. back then, I don't know. I didn't know what movies were doing in ninety two. You know, that's so much money, even for now. <laughs> that is so That's much a great money. movie like they're they're awesome all right beethoven's second 15 million dollar budget what do you think the box office is oh they i think they take a little bit of a i'm ta- i'm going um 110 118 million nice oh my God. third jake i'm gonna what did they fall off i'm gonna have you guess beethoven's third um fine I'm, I'm not seeing it <laughs> It's not oh, it's not on the Wikipedia. So we, we will never ever ever know. <laughs> okay, but the cover of Beethoven's Third has him wearing a fisherman's bucket hat. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Buckle up. Beethoven is taking a road trip. Oh, how fun. Wow. This is nuts, man. Plot. Oh, there's a long this is like a seven not eight paragraph plot. I'm not gonna read all that. <laughs> Alright, so you got Beethoven. As your right. so my full list is Gary the Snail, Marley from Marley and Me, Seymour from Futurama, and Beethoven. So I just tried to spell Beethoven on my phone. It's Beethoven, like beet or beef oven. It it auto corrected it, 
B-E-E-T-H-N-O-C-E-N-T-R-I-C. <laughs> You're going off the rails Beef, with that <laughs> Beethnocentric. That's what they thought I was typing. Beethnocentric. <laughs> so, that's, that's incorrect. I, I, I have no other words to say. Um, Beethoven is your fourth. Um, my four are Hedwig from Harry Potter. Harry the Platypus from Phineas and Ferb. Babe the Pig from the critically acclaimed movie Babe. And Scooby-Doo from the series Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got some star power in mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, the tearjerkers. This will be on social media. Um, I do have Photoshop working again, so people who have been begging me, Colton, please, <laughs> we need Twitter polls. It, they're coming, baby. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> all Cole twelve. To wait until he gets a good list to put up a Twitter poll. All twelve of you. No, I have my other list. So I'm going to toss those out there. Nice, nice. Eventually, I'll make movies that we, or uh, yeah, movies that we wish we were in, and uh, I forgot the other list. So, <laughs> okay, um, Jake, that's it. MySpace top eight of TV and movie animals. Um, what a list! What a list is right. Uh, what have you been watching lately? Huh. Honestly, I don't know. I haven't. Cool. I don't think I've been watching anything really. How about have you watched anything special? I am rewatching um, Rick and Morty, and it is such a laugh out loud funny show to me. It's so it's so dumb and smart at the same time, and it's awesome. Yeah, I love I love it. It's it's a great show. I I think their season four got a release date. So heck yeah, um, Jake. I'm gonna tell you to watch a movie. If you can okay. find this movie, um, <laughs> you have to watch it. I okay. watched it at my girlfriend's cabin um we were trying to watch the movie storks okay (laughs) (laughs) we were trying and in the dvd case for storks was just like a silver disc (laughs) and it was the movie mouse hunt (laughs) mouse hunt give the movie mouse hunt a google it is 1997 uh adventure slash comedy um i'm gonna i'm gonna read the synopsis here when their string ma- string magnet father Rudolph Smuntz dies, brothers Christopher er- Walken's in it. Christopher Walken is absurd in this movie. <laughs> this movie is the this is the weirdest, most outlandish movie you'll ever watch. You, I don't know who to root for. When their string <laughs> magnet father dies, Rudolph Smuntz. Oh no! When their string father Rudolph Smuntz dies, brothers Ernie and Lars move into his decrepit mansion struggling to keep a promise to never sell the now unprofitable string factory the brothers decide that restoring the house the last built by a famous architect could bring them a great deal of money but during their restoration attempts ernie and lars continually become frustrated by a malicious mouse that keeps destroying their efforts (laughs) this Look up the trailer for this bet. I'm gonna tweet. Watching the trailer as you were reading that, it's this adorable mouse just had nails cut. I'm definitely rooting for the mouse. Oh my god! Here's the thing. Oh my god! They just dropped the. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) I I'm gonna tweet out. They just dropped the tweet it out, but they just dropped a casket. The body flew. That's the first scene. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> in the air and down a manhole. Oh, there's there are so many deaths in this movie <laughs> caused by the mouse. He's a murderer, Jake. <laughs> I really don't think people are ready for what Mouse Hunt has to offer. I don't. I genuinely. I think that this you can you can watch it on YouTube for three bucks. Nathan Lane is in it. He is the voice of um, <laughs> of of Timon from 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 uh, Lion King, Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Okay. So he's in it. He's he's kind of a jerk. His brother's such a pussy, <laughs> and <laughs> this mouse just gets the best of him over and over and over. Seriously, <laughs> it's so outrageous. Christopher Walken plays a mouse. Um, 
uh, what's it, ex- ex- exterminator? Yeah. And just gets taken to the cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like an incredible movie. It's it's unbelievable. Um, I slept through twenty minutes of it. I so like I watched the beginning, fell asleep for about twenty minutes because it was very boring. It's a very boring beginning. <laughs> twenty. <laughs> 20 minutes into it cuz like literally for 30 minutes you you don't you don't see the mouse. That's so stupid. And then once the mouse comes, there's explosions and there's deaths and it's, <laughs> and it's So Mouse Hunt is my recommendation of the week. I can't I don't think I could really overstate how much I want people to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that is it. That's 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 what I've been watching. Um, mouse hunt. Well, that, that's a great uh, recommendation. And I'll you. see if it's on my TV. Oh, I'm gonna try to find a, a link for you, and I, I I just need somebody else to watch this so, so I can talk <laughs> about it. But Jake, that is it for episode 93. Um, that's in the books. Only seven more episodes till 100, Jake. Our big plan. Big is, plan is coming Get ready, around. People. Strap in. Seven. We got seven weeks. To get all of our plans that we've already been planning into action. Well, we already have, yes. We just need to, you know, finish them. Mm-hmm. We do need to finish uh, the plans that we already have in our heads. Okay. Yes. Episode 93, in the books, final thought. Uh, final thought, um, the White Sox are fun to watch. Holy shit. Basketball's never ending and football's around the corner. The people say the summer's boring. This is this is amazing right now. Like this is what nice. a, what a, like so much is happening right now. You heard all those listener questions we had. Yeah, without football, so fuck football for thinking they run the world. Because I mean, I'm having more fun now than I was during football season. <laughs> That's not just because the Packers were sucking. I'm not. Football season was cool. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. My my final thought is you have to watch Mouse Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I have recommended you this uh, fucking what pop star? Damn it! It is I so good. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, what? You know what? okay, Jake. I watch pop star. You watch Mouse Hunt. If you watch pop star, I would watch Mouse Hunt twice back to back in a row. Like wow, for, and that would just punish myself. If you watch Mouse Hunt a second time, you might see them foreshadowing the mouse murdering people. Yeah, all right, all right. It's it's such an outrageous movie. (laughs) All right. um, Episode 93, over. 12-ounce sports radio, Two Shots Podcast Network, Podbean, iTunes, Podbean, uh, SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. Peace. Peace. Yeah.
both my problems, they don't ever seem to change.